It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, one of the bills that has gotten a lot of attention up on Utah's Capitol Hill this year has to do with kids in schools, and namely girls in schools and putting period products in all of Utah's schools. So these would be pads and tampons that would go into Utah's public and charter schools. There is a group advocating for this up on Utah's Capitol Hill, and uh, I have the supporter, the leader of that group, Emily Bell McCormick with us, and of course, Dr. Susan Madsen is with the Utah Women and Leadership Project, who does research here in Utah on different women's issues. So, Emily, let me just ask you right now where this bill stands. Yeah, we're really excited. It got through the um, House committee. It got passed the um, House floor, both of those unanimously. We had our meeting uh, with the Senate committee Last Friday, it passed unanimously, and now we're headed to the Senate floor. Wow. And so. that should be in the next, you know, that will be uh, before the show airs before Sunday. Wow. Okay. That's a big deal because um, this has moved quickly through the legislature. Yeah? Yeah, really quickly. It's It's been just an incredible, you know, we had a lot of support for this bill from leadership um, uh, Speaker Wilson and President Adams were on board all the way without hesitation. I mean, they were just in and almost to the point that they were saying, like, why have we not done this before? So that's great and very encouraging. And I think they really set the tone for the legislature up there. And so um, it's been great, very supported and and being able to be seen as a need that's just fundamental and that's um, actually a roadblock to opportunity. So if we take that away, it's a very low cost way of opening up access to opportunity for the girls in our state. Yeah, it impacts learning, right? If you can't take care of your physical needs at school, it can impact your learning. It's the same with eating or drinking, right? If you're not nourished, you can't learn. And same way, if you can't take care of your physical needs, you can't learn. So I'm glad that lawmakers have sort of seen the importance of this. And I think it's so interesting, Emily, that this issue never really became uh, partisan in any way. It never really became a battle. It never really became, we don't need this. It was just sort of like this unanimous support the whole way. Yeah, it's been a beautiful thing to watch, especially at a time that's been contentious within politics. You know, I think um, we were fortunate to find an issue that is truly so basic. It's so important. Um, And I think that we were also lucky to be early enough on an issue to kind of set the tone This doesn't need to be, we don't need to fight over this, that no political party can own this. This belongs to just all of us, right? It affects 50% of our population. And, and therefore we, we all own this issue and, and we're the adults, right? We should take care of this for our kids. So, and that people were great and really stepped up to the table and, and took ownership of this. And it's been a beautiful process to watch. Dr. Matson, let me bring you into the conversation. I know that you have been a teacher in the past. So you've, and in fact, I think in junior high, right? So you've seen yeah. this age of girls have needs out there in Utah's schools. How have you watched uh, this legislation now 
make it all the way through the legislature? What have been your thoughts here? It's been great. It's been great. And of course, you both are are good friends of mine. And so I love it when uh, I love um, watching Emily have this success uh, of, of something that that is successful for her, but the success is so well is beyond it's, it's to these girls and young women in the state of Utah. So in terms of, you know, what's great, you said, Emily, that it affects half our population. It affects half our population, no matter what religion you are, no matter what race and ethnicity you are, um, age. Yes, sometimes, (laughs) but, but, you know, um, but we're really looking at the school system, but it affects everyone and it's so basic. And, and what's interesting, Emily and, and Lindsay, is that, you know, through the generations, and I'm older than you both, you know that, um, we have just not talked about this outwardly. We've not talked about so many things uh, like sexual assault and, and domestic violence and, and all kinds of things that actually today is a different day. It's like we actually need to talk about this. And I still think we do have so many biases thinking, well, if I'm middle income or if I'm higher income, then everybody should be able to take care of themselves. And it's just not true when you look at the poverty in the state, when you look at at the needs in, in different populations at different parts of the state, we have all got to just, and I'm working with myself to be better. We've got to step back and say, we need to support things that are not just about us, that really impact so many thousands and thousands and thousands of, of families across the state. Yeah. And Emily, one another thing, I have a daughter who's seven, so we haven't quite gotten to the stage yet where we're talking about this part of life for her. Um, and but now, thanks to your bill and your efforts, when she goes to school, she's going to see uh, these dispensers in every single bathroom with period products in them in every single bathroom in her schools from here on out going forward, starting next year, I imagine. Yeah. And that's going to make my job easier as a mother to have those conversations because it's going to be normalized for her. It's going to yeah, be just absolutely. a thing that happens at school. Yep. And I think, um, you know, Dr. Madsen hit on it exactly this, you know, menstruation knows no boundaries, you know, other than gender, right? Like it, it, um, yeah, gender is a big one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just, it doesn't know boundaries as far as income, as far as, you know, racial heritage. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. What, what does matter is that it's always unexpected. So you can't ever know for sure when it's going to happen. And I have had the wealthiest of my friends say to me, oh, my daughter called today and needed to be picked up because she had an accident at school, you know, and I had um, in the House uh, committee meeting, one of the legislators who's a woman said, you know what, since the session has started, I have had three daughters who are all in school every single one of them has called me Mm. during the session and been like, mom, can you bring me something? Mom, can you pick me up? And I think, you know, it, 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 it's all of us, right? Clearly the problem is much more severe for the one in 14s who really can't afford period products and every month are panicking and don't get to go to school because of that. Clearly. However, this is an issue that affects everyone. And so it's, it's going to be really exciting. And yes, we 
are hopeful and expect this to pass. We've got that one last hurdle. And um, and then we would see those period products in schools by the beginning of next school year. So interesting. Okay, uh, ladies, we have a couple more minutes in this segment. Uh, Dr. Madsen, I'll give you and Emily each final final word here and what you want to say in, on this issue of putting period products in Utah's schools. Actually, really, I loved Emily's example about the signs going to the principal. I have to say, you know, when I've worked for years and, and actually was just over in Vernal this week, speaking to parents and, and some young women and, and different things, um, how important it is to give practice to uh, different issues that impact their lives, you know, opportunities to have them use their voices on things that they know impact them. And that's a good starting place to move forward. So just happy that this is moving forward. It's just one of those issues that is is a basic issue in society. Um, and I, you know, we can still say, quote, I have quote marks, it's a women's issue right, on this one. But anything that impacts women are family issues. They're societal issues as well. Um, And so I'm sure, Emily, some of these young women who call parents call their dads sometimes. (laughs) I I think more and more that's that's a... mentioned that, yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many issues that we need to bring up and pass legislation on in, in terms of things that I'm passionate about these days, many things, but sexual assault, domestic violence, all kinds of things. Having this, people get comfortable with being uncomfortable, I think is, is good for, for conversations moving forward. So thank you, Emily, for your work. And Lindsay, thanks for all your work, for reporting on all these bills and so forth. That's a lot of work to even just track what's going on mm, down there. Yeah, my brain wants to explode. Emily, <laughs> just some final thoughts from you on how this experience has been for you. Yeah, no, it um, it has been an incredible experience. It's a ton of work. Somebody described it perfectly as it's like that uh, curling. Remember that extraordinarily boring thing you watch in the Winter <laughs> Olympics where it's like a puck that slides down the ice. And we've had many people say to us, wow, this is just like moving. It's just going. And I think they're zoomed on, on that puck that's like moving along the ice. And when the camera zooms out, it's like a bunch of women like oh, frantically like <laughs> scraping the ice, making sure nothing goes to the side. You know? So I think experience wise it has been amazing. It has gone so well. We It's taken a ton of work, but the, the hope is truly kind of what Susan, Dr. Manson referred to, which is this is one thing. There are a lot of things, you know, so we are so thankful and grateful to have been able to work on such a fundamental issue. And we hope that working on this and then showing the good outcome after can also start to help um, create a narrative for our legislature and for the people who are governing our state that some of these issues that we haven't wanted to touch before, the reason we should touch them is because life is better on the other side for them, for the people who are experiencing the issues, like it looks better for all of us when we work on these things. So I'm excited about this passing. I cannot be more thrilled, but I am also excited for what that means, hopefully for the future here. Yeah, so important. Emily Bell McCormick is with the Policy Project. She's also been the leader of a push to get period products in Utah schools um, that's had a lot of support up at the legislature. And then Dr. Susan Madsen is with the Utah Women and Leadership Project, and they do research here in the state of Utah. We'll take a break. More on The Mom Show in just a minute. 